0: Welcome. Welcome to the April Shoud with Adamus Saint-Germain. We're here at the pavilion on the big island of Hawaii, and I hope you can just feel the beauty of that. We're excited to be here and glad that you can be here with us wherever you are. We have a beautiful studio audience from all over the world. and. We're ready to get started. So, with that, as always, let's start with a deep and conscious breath. Take that good, deep breath of life. Let yourself get really comfortable, whatever that means for you. And take that good, deep breath. Feel the energies move and flow. Breathe. The I am here, I exist. Breathe. The I am that I am. Take the good deep breath and open to the energies of Adamas. He's here with us every step of the way. Hmm. Just breathe it and allow it. Music's going to play. And it's about love my life. So, please, breathe into that and feel what that means for you. Take the good deep breath as we go forward.
1: I Am That I Am, Adamus of St. Germain. Let's take a good deep breath as we begin the March 2020 shout. Smell the air. I, I was doing that while the music was playing. Ah, such a fragrant smell. Hmm. As you probably heard, I was here as my incarnation, Mark Twain, Samuel Clements, and uh, I loved the beauty of the island. And even back then, as I was wandering around this island, uh, I said to myself, I've got to return someday. I've got to come back, and well, here we are. I'm not in. Physical body, but I'm pretty close to it. Pretty close to it, using Caldera's body. All viewers, hope you don't mind. A <laughs> couple notes as we get started today. There's a lot of new ones listening, and will continue to be so. So I'm going to be stopping every once in a while and explaining some of the the terms we use for the veteran chambra. I like that word, veteran chambra. Uh, please don't get bored uh, for th- the new ones. For the n- rookies for the rookies i 'll try to explain as best I can, uh, so you can catch up you don 't get too confused so the other note is that what we 're talking about today and and actually probably what we 're always talking about, but in particular today may seem a little beyond a little far fetched like science fiction or some fantasy. Uh, it's really not. Uh, the, you know, the world is changing very, very quickly. A lot of things are happening on the planet faster than they ever have in the whole history of the planet. But if it doesn't feel right, let it go. Let it go. If it doesn't feel right, just, just let it go. You don't have to buy into it, you don't have to believe it. Feel what's right for you. That's always the most important thing. Just because I'm saying it, just because I'm an Ascended Master, (laughs) just because um, I've had my Realization, doesn't mean that you need to accept everything. But I do caution, sooner or later you'll come back and say, damn it, he was right. He was right. So, we need to start off with a discussion of the hottest topic on the planet right now. What's that? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. The coronavirus is uh, it's more than what it seems, uh, and and you'll see perhaps by the end of our session today how this all kind of ties in. The coronavirus is um, well—it's getting the news on the planet right now. Why is that? Well, because drama. No drama, but because the news is faster than ever. Mm. You get the news very very quickly and people on social media, people on, uh, with their blogs and everything else. It's very, very quick. It just goes to show how quickly something can be brought to consciousness on the planet. and Everybody's turn- tuned into it. It's going so fast, the news is spreading so fast, that partly because it's drama. It's a lot of drama. A lot of people feeding into the drama. They love being the one that posts something that's really not true. Uh, and there's a lot of mistruths about it right now, but there's a lot of drama. And, you know, my experience is that as much as people say they don't like drama, they love it. They love it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be in their lives. Otherwise, they would leave it. They, they would walk away from it. But they love it. Uh, they feed off of it. It's, uh, it's kind of like an uh, odd way of reminding them that they're alive. So there's a lot of drama going on in the planet right now with this coronavirus. Anybody here have coronavirus? I should ask before we get started. Anybody here have it? No. Anybody uh, watching online, any Shambhara have coronavirus? Hmm? hmm. Would you admit it if you did? <laughs> if you were sitting here, would you admit it? Everybody's got it. Everybody's got it. You have the potential within you. You have the 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 genes or the chromosomes that uh essentially have it, it just hasn't manifested, hasn't been brought to the surface. Just as every one of you has the, the genes and the chromosomes for cancer and just about everything else nasty that you can get, uh you don't necessarily get it from out there and it suddenly arrives because somebody uh comes up to you and Gives you a big hug and you know face to face. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, you've got the potential within you. It's already there. It just is triggered by things, triggered by oh, by attention. A lot of attention in the news to it can actually kind of trigger it. So everybody's got it. So take a deep breath with that. You already got it. Don't worry. But it doesn't mean it's going to manifest. And one of our recent Workshops. I talked about the coronavirus, and I said, you know, every virus that there is has its energetic patterns, its origins uh, in in something. It's not necessarily what it appears to be. The coronavirus, for instance, it's the energy of economics on the planet. It's an economic imbalance that. uh, So the virus comes in. Just you know, the sexual energy virus. Uh, It's it's a virus of consciousness. It shows up in the body and the mind is diff- in different ways, but the coronavirus is an economic virus. Look what's happening. Not, not that many people have it. How, how many people right now do uh, you think are, are afflicted with it? Any guesses? Any good guesses? 50, how many? 50,000? Like 50, 50, Anybody else? Like no. two million? A billion, maybe? No? It's, it's about 80,000 right now uh, that, that actually have it. Not all have been diagnosed with it. How many have died from it? 4,000. Good. Yeah. You either watch the news or you're very intuitive. <laughs> about 4,000. Now, that's a lot of people. Uh, but in the scheme of things, it's not really a lot in terms of a virus. The normal flu in the United States this year, since uh, the, uh, the flu season started, when would that be? About October. 39 million people in America have gotten the flu. That's a lot. That's a lot more than coronavirus, but it's not in the news. And out of those, about 30,000 have died from the, just the common, regular flu. So, you see kind of uh, uh, the strange dynamics, the, the drama, the imbalance taking place uh, with this whole coronavirus thing. It's in the news. It's everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. People are panicking. People are going to the store and wiping out, no pun intended, the toilet paper supply and hand sanitizers and all the rest of these things, panic uh, all over. Um, I popped in, um, Calder and Linda were shopping the other day. And by the way, for those who are new, Caldra is what I call this uh, Jeffrey. Uh, when Calder and Linda were shopping the other day, uh, it was it was crazy. I've never seen anything like it uh, uh, with uh, people and rushing and pushing each other and taking toilet paper off of somebody else's <laughs> cart and putting it on their own. And that was Caldra, and it's, I, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I couldn't believe he's my channeler. So, there's, there's a lot of panic about the coronavirus. In a way, that's good, because it brings a global consciousness. There's nothing else in the world right now that's bringing that kind of attention, focused attention on things. But at its, core, uh, at its core, it's really about economics. You know, every, every virus, again, has an, uh, its energy pattern, its, its meaning in something else. This is the economic virus. And look at what it's doing. Look at how it's affecting the planet. It's affecting uh, everything uh, – travel. People stop making travel plans. They're in fear. Uh, and the chances of them getting this are about point zero zero two percent, about two point zero zero two percent. Not not a lot, but but people are in this hysteria. If they even think the word airport, they think they're going to catch it. Just thinking the word airport, it's, it's causing a lot of disruptions and will continue to in things like uh, well, anything related to travel, airlines, hotels, business meetings. Uh, going to the office. Uh, Really, anything that requires transactions with groups is going to be affected on the planet. It's also going to affect ultimately food distribution, Mm. Uh, because, uh, for instance, the the farmer may not want to go to the market. The truck driver doesn't want to haul the goods in. Uh, Nobody wants to go to the grocery store uh, because they're afraid they're going to pick it up there. So, it's going to it's really going to uh, have a big impact on distribution and goods. Now, as this happens, as this occurs, uh, it's going to have an impact on the planetary uh, economy of about 35 to 4.5% hit on the economy. And you say, you say, well, how much money do you have in your purse right now? How much money is in your purse? Uh, you, uh, you could take his, <laughs> take her. Per- how much money is she having? How much money do you have in your pocket? Now. Now? $200. $200. So uh, it would be like losing, what, $40 or something? You could buy. You, you probably wouldn't miss it. Uh, you wouldn't even think about it. Is that all you have in your pocket? Yes,
2: it is.
1: And, and you're from Poland? Yes. And you're traveling around here?
2: Because I have a car.
1: You have a card. Oh, you have a card. Well, I was going to give you some money to, to help with, with things because that's all you had, Thank but you. that's all right. You have a card, but I, I'll give you the money anyway, uh, just, just – uh, just, okay – to help you get around the island. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to make a point also. Let abundance come to you. If you're worried about this whole thing, let abundance come here. He didn't even ask for it. He didn't even want it, uh, but he got it. I started expecting that, by the way. It just comes to you. You didn't come here thinking you were going to get paid to sit here. Yeah. He said, I'm never going to spend that. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's going to have an impact, um, let's say, about about 3.5%, maybe 4.5% of the global economy. Now, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, but not really, because after this whole scare thing is done, things will get back to normal people will need to go back and replenish their supplies, and then they're going to think, oh boy, I I uh, didn't have enough toilet paper, I didn't have enough uh, emergency food, now I better stock up on that also. And so they're going to buy a little extra. Uh, but ultimately, it's it's bringing a focus, uh, worldwide focus. Ultimately, it's, the thing that's going to affect most is the economy, but ultimately it's going to get back to where it was if you're in the stock market, if you're an investor, invest now when the prices are down, because it will go back up. I mean, some of the airlines, a few, may go out of business, but they'll figure out a way to get your money sooner or later. <laughs> they'll be right back in the, in the black pretty soon. But I, wanna, I want you to feel into what's really happening on the planet, the, the scare with it, the fact that really not that many have it. Uh, worst case scenario, that I kind of had done some calculations. Worst case scenario is you're going to get maybe a hundred to a hundred and forty million people that have it. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of getting sick. Uh, that's a lot of laying in bed. But ultimately, the mortality rate, the death rate, is actually not that high. It's similar to slightly higher than a regular flu. So uh, yes, a lot of people die, and I'm not uh, glossing over that fact. But uh, it, it's it's just something that's on the planet, you know, like a regular like cancer, like anything. It's going to happen. I'm not taking it lightly, but I'm saying let's not overreact to it. Let's see it for what it really is. And more than anything, I'm hoping that with Chambra they stop and take a look at their own. Economic balance, their own economic balance. One of the most frustrating things I've had to deal with in dealing with uh, all of you wonderful Chambrom is uh, the money issue. The money issue, and we've talked about it ad nauseum, on and on and on. And, and there's some who are Still insisting on their lack of abundance. Uh, and then they're doing it from a mental standpoint. They're saying, well, I just, I've never had any and I don't know how to get it and it's corrupt and it's the big companies and our big businesses, so you're going you're gonna to continue that way. I want you to just stop and say, no, I am abundant. I allow that abundance. You don't have to know anything about making money. You don't have to have a high-paying job. You don't even have to quit the job you have now. And I know to the mind that says, "Well, that's that's nice talk," but uh, you know the reality is, the reality is what you want it to be, not necessarily what you think it to be. So you shift the whole your whole perspective about abundance, and and, and about the economy. Um, I hear so much from people complaining that it's all these big corporations that are doing all this. Uh, nasty, damaging things to them and to the world, and, you know, that's being a victim. It really is. I'm not defending big corporations, but uh, what I've seen is they get so big they fall apart. You know? it's What really makes the world move are the small companies, Uh, uh, starting with the farmers and then going to the small shop owners and the small entrepreneurs and uh, the small inventors and creators. That's, that's the real movement. Once things get up into the big corporate level, it slows down. It gets inefficient. There's very, very few risks that they take, and eventually, uh, eventually they're disrupted and replaced it's just it's kind of a kind of almost a natural rhythm you get they get so big that they can't really do anything anymore, and then kind of internal corruption will set in and and eventually they fall apart look look at some of the big companies that don't exist anymore i mean big in your lifetime well uh, Calder's giving me some uh, information on that kodak kodak was huge. you found kodak everywhere. Where are they now nowhere nowhere so I want you to stop. In this whole time of the coronavirus, which is going to last approximately six months, uh, you're going to see it on the planet and, and it's going to be in the news, there's going to be a lot of fear and concern about it, uh, I want you to stop and really assess your own economy. Do you need a virus, this virus that's kind of already in your body? Do you need it to come forth uh, to, to do this battle which affects your health? Or are you willing to allow abundance? And don't worry about where it comes from. Don't—it's not you. Don't have to start a business or anything like that. You don't really, actually, don't have to do anything except allow it, and then it's there. Look at Wim; people handing him ascended masters handing him money, uh, and he's not even asking for it. <laughs> so it's a big scare right now that's out there taking place—a really big scare. Uh, and people feed off of it, uh but just stand behind the short wall, as Tobias said, in other words you 're aware of it, but you 're not getting involved in it. Stand behind the short wall and really uh, take a look at what 's going on, how it 's affecting the planet doesn 't matter really actually what it is you know it 's coronavirus, but it doesn 't matter what it is. Look at how it 's affecting people a- and look at how it 's affecting the economy in particular. How it's affecting the planet. The planet was kind of due for an economic uh, adjustment. And I'm not talking about a market crash. I'm talking about uh, like an adjustment. Nearly every company on the planet right now has to stop and take a look and say, "What, what do we do? Do we have all of our staff members work from home? What do we do if we can't get goods from China or India? Uh, what if we do? If there's a, a an outbreak in our distribution system and we can't get the components that we need, what do we do if a, an, a, one of our staff members falls sick with this? Nearly every company in, in at least in the Western world is having to stop and take a look and say, "What if?" So that that's really actually in a way kind of incredible because it's it's causing this. This consciousness focus. Uh, most, most people don't know it's about money or the economy, but they know they have to stop and do something. It's going to affect businesses more than anything. So, a couple of things uh, what, what for you to do? First of all, take, a, take an assessment of your own abundance level. Does it need a virus to move in to shake things up? And it, are you truly allowing abundance? or you're still playing the victim. You're truly opening and allowing abundance. And then and then, what next? What, what else is happening with this whole virus? It's kind of interesting, really fascinating. It's going to cause people to stay home. It's already doing that. People stay home. Canceling travel plans, not going to meetings, not even wanting to go out to the store. Any place where there's a gathering, a sports Uh, gathering, or anything like that. So, you're going to find a lot more people sitting at home watching TV. Calder tells me there's something called Netflix. Uh, Watching Netflix or just sitting on the computer creating more drama about the coronavirus. So, it's causing people to have to go home. Kind of a cocooning time. It's kind of interesting. And what you're also going to see is kind of a side effect from a lot of people staying home and they're going to be doing a little bit of office work but but not as much as normal now they have this extra time and a lot of them are going to be bored instead of using that extra time to you know let's say for something for their health or their well-being their 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 spiritual being even they're going to sit at home being really bored and creating more drama so, uh, that's what you have to look forward to between now and probably the end of summer, maybe a little bit beyond that. Um, for yourself, uh, you've been staying at home a lot more. and um, when I say home, not just your physical home, but you've been going inward for years and years now as you come into your Realization. You've been staying inward. You've already been avoiding the crowds. and, and I mean, most chamber really don't have a big desire to go to a, uh, a sports game with 30, 40,000 other people. Uh, they cringe at the thought, not even, a, not even a rock concert unless it's somebody really good. You've been staying home. You've been, you've been kind of cocooning for a long time now. Uh, what to do, not worry about it, and uh Calder just asked me a question um He does that right in the middle of uh I'll be talking he's channeling, but we talk back and forth at the same time uh and, and then I talk to Linda and we talk about Calder while he's trying to channel, and he can kind of hear it and it's uh but it's really not that confusing uh I mean for him, it is, but for me, it's not so he asked me um so uh um, What about taking more vitamin C? (laughs) He did. Uh, What about taking more vitamin C? Is that going to help? And and I'll say yes, on two counts. Vitamin C is pretty good anyway, and uh, according to what Linda says, you can't take too much. Your body dispels it, gets rid of it, so it's not like you're going to OD on orange juice or anything. Uh, or vitamin C. Vitamin C is really good, and it, it'll it'll be coming out more and more in the news pretty soon. That vitamin C is a good preventative for uh, for the uh, coronavirus. I think it's interesting, though. I, I look at vitamin C as like vitamin C as in consciousness. Ooh, ooh. ooh. So uh, take more vitamin C and take more C just for consciousness. Uh, allow yourself to be more aware more conscious of what's going on. So, that's my little uh, bit about coronavirus. Uh, take any questions about that before we move on or move to the next level. Any questions about the current coronavirus, all oh, the implications? None?
0: Ooh, I guess you're good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or they're sleeping, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> all right. So, uh, one of the one of the things that is definitely going to happen with the coronavirus is uh, two things, actually. One is disruption. You're already seeing it uh, in everything from travel to, uh, to supplies at the, the store. Uh, there's going to be a lot of disruption that just kind of expands out into just about everything. I'm not saying a total shutdown, but a disruption, and things that you've been used to having like right away may not be available right away those of you who live here on the island you're used to that <laughs> but those on the mainland aren't necessarily they want it now they get it now so it's going to cause a lot of disruption uh in in everything i mean I just um I, I'm just kind of scanning court hearings i mean not that it's a big deal but it's going to disrupt that uh any type of conference any type of big gathering it's going to disrupt that it's just its going to have an impact all around the world of being very, very disruptive, but you're used to that as you come out of awakening and you come into your uh, mastery. Everything is disrupted, so it's not going to be a big deal for you to handle uh, that level of disruption. The other thing that, uh, that I'm finding very, very interesting about it is that it's a huge distraction. I mean a huge distraction. And some people really actually like the distractions, like the politicians, because then they don't have to do things like build new hospitals or repair roads or pass bills that make sense, that aren't so stupid, or fight with each other or anything like that. So it's a huge distraction and they're going to capitalize on it. It's a huge distraction also because it's not the real issue. On the planet. It's not the real issue. It's a very uh, temporary and very distracting, drama-filled issue on the planet right now, but it's not the real issue. Let's stop for a moment and just feel into what that real issue is. I'm going to ask for a little music while we do our uh, our feeling and contemplating into this. So there's all this stuff going on about coronavirus, and you're going to read more and more about it, and there's going to be a lot of fake news about it. There'll be some good, real stuff, but it's a huge distraction that's taking place. Take a moment to feel in what's really going on. And all of you, Watching it online, all of you here, I, I, yes, I could easily just give you the answer, but I'd like you to feel it first. So, this coronavirus in the news even here we're talking about it in a shout. I don't think we've ever done that before. It's a big distraction. What's really going on? Okay, stop the music for just a moment. Just cut the music a moment. Just pause. Okay. You're all thinking way too much. (laughs) Uh, that, that was a mess. I mean, all of you, even you sitting at home, even the ones who are asleep. Uh, that, that was a mess. Okay, let's try it again. We'll get the music going again. Take a deep breath and really feel into what is going on right now and get out of your brain, get out of, your, get out of just the human side of it. What is going on? Okay, take a good deep breath and music. Please. That was a little bit better, but you still uh, you feel your confusion, or uh, do you, do you feel clarity. Now you don't feel clarity. I know that. Okay, let's take a really good deep breath, and don't think about it. Just feel into it. What's going on? You got this whole distraction and disruption uh, with coronavirus on the planet. It's masking something else that's taking place. Masking something else. Okay, music again. Let, let, let yourself go beyond. Better. We're still kind of stuck. Some of you watching in are really starting to get it, but not a lot. Okay, but I'm going to ask Linda to run with the microphone and uh, just take a little survey of what you are feeling. Okay, Linda, what's really going on with this? You get this huge distraction, but what's happening underneath?
3: I think it has to do with sovereignty.
1: Sovereignty? Oh, yeah. Yeah, ultimately everything does, yeah.
3: Self worth. I'm feeling that people don't feel like they are. Uh, Especially in China, yeah. where it started. People don't feel like they deserve to be free. Uh-huh. And I think it's going to be the beginning, the beginning of the freedom for them. Okay. I hope so, anyway. Yeah,
1: good. Uh, it's uh, actually uh, correct, not where, exactly where I'm going, but that's correct. But where I'm going, uh, I don't know if anybody will be able to figure that one out.
0: Couldn't quite unhear pronost. So I'm thinking on the one hand there is the um, technology revolution where mm-hmm. consciousness can expand that way, mm-hmm. and the spiritual side we can embody living energy. And then comes this danger outside of you. So as a reaction to the potential of the mm-hmm. planetary awakening,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, it does. Uh, it's similar to what we talked about in pronost. Uh, that all the technology changes. Good. Yeah, you're you're. You're in the right ballpark, anyway. Good. A couple more. What, what were you feeling? Just go crazy with it.
4: <laughs> well, I think it's a turning point to actually make a change and Good. go deep.
1: Yeah, for turning point for who? You?
4: For, I think in um um in it could be also on technology because. Uh-huh. Because of this, now technolo- technology is going to try to find out what it is. Right. And with that, it's going to go further with the information, yes. and it's going to open consciousness into these other humans.
1: Good. Yeah, getting very close. Good. A couple more. What do you think is really going on with all this?
5: I feel people, are, people become very Honest to say, I don't like others. Right. Other, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> that, think. that's kind yeah. of um, We are wearing masks, so
1: … Yeah, it's kind of an, an effect of it. Uh, it's not the reason, but uh, all of a sudden you have a good reason not to want to be with people. Uh, and and uh, to tell somebody you don't like, I just don't want to be with you, you know? You don't have to tell them you don't like them, but you got a good excuse. It's like, oh, <laughs> I think I'm coming down with something. Maybe we shouldn't get together. Okay, a couple more. Well, it's, I, I keep seeing the the parallels of the political environment, and the separateness, and everybody separating and separating. It's, I was wondering if it was in the stars a year ago or two, but it's the same darn thing. Yeah. And I think what I think there's some self-discovery that really happens. Yeah. Yeah. Good. These are all good. Uh, not quite there, but they're all good.
6: Well, what came to me was. Um, Maybe people are projecting
5: their confusion, the anxiety level.
1: Yeah, they are. no, they are. I mean, it's a great opportunity to do that. Their fear, there's a lot of fear going on right now. Uh, if, if you could get people to pay for fear, they'd, you'd be a millionaire right now because they're, they're, they're into the fear. But yeah, good. Uh, one more. One more. What's really going on right now?
7: Thinking maybe a, another call for a 9/11.
1: Another oh, interesting. You know, a terrorist. No. Oh. A wake-up call. A wake-up call. Yeah.
7: To bring people yeah. more. Um, to alert people.
1: Yeah. To so uh, so they're they're tuned into all this that's going on, but uh, what what it's how's it going to change their life ultimately?
7: Uh, to awaken.
1: To awaken. To awaken. Okay.
7: Just like all of us are. Okay. You know to awaken the sleeping.
1: Okay. That's good. Okay. So, uh, my answer, and and some of you were really bordering on it, but my answer is that uh, it's really distracting from what I consider to be the biggest virus on the planet, which then has other implications we'll talk about today. The biggest virus is technology. Technology. I mean, and it's not something a lot of people are talking about in terms of uh, where it's going and how quickly it's going and what it's doing to humanity. So, we have this other stuff playing out here, and everybody's forgetting to really look at the real virus is occurring in technology. And It's interesting because software can get viruses. That's, everybody's afraid of software viruses. Uh, equipment can actually get viruses, but uh, technology in itself is like a virus on the planet right now. In other words, it's there. It has the potential to go this way or that way. It could make things on the planet really sick, or actually it can also eventually make the things on the planet really great. But it's kind of the big issue, and that's why when you said pronost, uh that, yes, it's all related to that type of thing. It's the biggest thing happening on the planet, but yet so people, so few people talk about it it is changing not only humans and and changing uh humanity it is will eventually change all of creation you know, what's being done right here on the planet with technology will eventually change everything that's out there so feel into that again uh with again with the music if you would peter let's feel into this technology thing, and I know I talk about it a lot because it's so important. It's the reason why you're here at this time of the machines, time of technology. It's why you delayed your own Realization several lifetimes so that you could be here right now. It's the biggest thing happening on the planet. But it's kind of kind of well, not hidden, but it's quiet. People would rather talk about coronavirus, which would be gone in a matter of um, months or by the end of the year. And but they're not talking about the real virus, the virus that ultimately will affect the human body. because technology will make it possible to be, well, half human, half robot. They're not talking about how technology is shifting consciousness on the planet. I think of technology as some nerds sitting writing software and then end users using it to make things a little more convenient. How many apps do you have on your smartphone, on your, what I call your looking glass? How many apps? 30, 40, 50 maybe? all designed to make things a little bit more convenient, but you know, this is this is the breeding ground for a virus. In other words, people not stopping to really feel into where technology is going. And I'm not saying it's bad at all. I love a lot of the technologies, but where is it all going? It's That's the real virus, and it hasn't surfaced yet. You say, well, how how does a virus surface? A technology virus? Well, two ways. Software issues, of course. The potential to infect software all around the planet. Things you consider essential for everyday life now. You wouldn't have thought that 20 years ago, but now it's essential. But eventually, this same virus has a potential to affect the human body, just like the coronavirus. It would show up in some type of uh, influenza, something that's actually already in the body, some potential imbalance that's already in the body but just hasn't uh, been manifested yet. It could be a flu, it could be, it could be something else, but so that potential is sitting there. Well, that would make the coronavirus look pretty small by comparison. Let's take a deep breath with that. This whole the real virus all well, has to do with technology. And not to be afraid of it at all when you understand it, when you have consciousness and understanding, nothing to be afraid of at all. And when you're not afraid of it, you're not going to attract it and it's never going to be a part of your life. So, that's why I say it's a total distraction right now, this whole coronavirus. Total distraction for everything, for politics, for Businesses for, for everything, even drug dealers—they're having a tough time with this, you know, because they gotta they gotta get their illegal drugs to the market. They gotta it means people touching each other, touching the the merchandise. I mean, it's a f- not just regular businesses, but all businesses. So, and I'm sorry, some of you are disheartened by that, but uh, <laughs> let's take a good deep breath. There's something else that's happening right now. I would say, even bigger than the technology that's taking place on the planet. It's kind of as a result of everything with technology, but it's happening right now. Uh, Before I go any further with it, uh, let's put that music back on. I'm going to drive Peter crazy today. I want you to feel into these next six months. First, personally on a personal level, feel into the next six months of of your life. That would put us, what, in September? Next six months of your life, can, can you feel out that far? I'm not talking for little details, but I'm just general feeling out in the next six months of your life. Most, most people are capable of looking out, looking, feeling, uh, let's say, feeling out about two weeks. I'm asking you to feel out about six months. and Again, not, not details, not like psychic predictions, but what's the general feeling in these next six months? And when I say general, does it feel, well, is there some anxiety there? Confusion? Maybe nothing? Maybe great freedom and joy? But what's the feeling over these next six months? One of the answers I just heard from somebody was just real simple, real clear oh shit. Six months. What's out there? Now feel not, not just your own personal feelings. Now feel more on a global level. Next six months. Not just about coronavirus. Don't try to be specific, but just the feeling, the essence of it. What does it feel like? Good. and Linda how about the microphone again? I'll just get a real quick uh, survey of of the audience here what what kind of feelings you get the next 6 months for yourself and then related
2: to the planet. Again. For myself is uh, myself will be happy hours, happy days. Happy hour. Yeah, absolutely. Every every day you happy know, hour at Wim's at Wim's place. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But the generally I had a feeling uh, that will be the massive awakening. Massive Massive awakening. Okay. Massive. uh, When you say massive? Massive, totally globally. Everyone? Not everyone, but many people.
1: Uh, What percent of the population?
2: I can risk even 30%. 30%. Say that's enough, I have to start it over. Right. That's my feeling during oh, this uh... … okay. Okay.
1: Great. If, if that's true, we'll throw a big party for you at the Ascended Masters Club. Yeah. Well, we'll do that anyway, but … Absolutely. <laughs> … good. And, uh, uh, okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What kind of feeling do you get next six months?
8: For me,
2: mm-hmm.
8: grounding my realization.
2: Mm -hmm. How does that feel?
8: Being able to be in this reality, the old energy, and Mm -hmm. the new. Okay. Because I'm trying to breathe that in right now. Yeah. Remain grounded.
1: Yeah. Have you been grounded lately?
8: It's been (laughs) shifting so often. Yeah. Here, there, realizing that I'm doing both. Mm -hmm. And... Becoming more good comfortable. Days, good days,
1: bad days? Yeah. Yeah, which, which, but becoming
8: uh, more comfortable.
1: <laughs> yeah, becoming more comfortable with the bad days or the good days? <laughs>
8: I guess both. Both. Okay. Works both ways.
1: And, and what do you get when you feel into uh, uh, six months on a <laughs> planetary level?
8: I'm feeling that on a global scale that there's going to be more opportunity and recognition to share.
1: Okay. Good. You don't think people's greed is going to take over, and uh, instead of sharing, they're stealing?
8: Hopefully it comes from all of those areas, private and government.
1: Okay. Good. We have some optimists in the house. Yes. Personal. What do you get when you feel six months uh, from a personal level?
2: Personally, um, I feel good. I feel happiness. I feel no fear.
1: Okay. Globally?
2: Nothing but fear holding me back. But um, globally, I'm not as optimistic.
1: Yeah. What what do you you, feel? It just feels like maybe
2: dissension. I don't know why. Yeah. But we don't have to deal with those types. We don't want to. Yeah.
1: What about riots or anything like that, big riots?
2: I have to think about that one. Yeah. I'll get back to you. Okay,
1: don't think too hard though, because okay. you're not going to get to your I think real it's intuition if you're thinking too much. But thank you. Okay, a few more. Few more. No, <laughs> yeah, please.
5: Well, I think personally, I would be doing a little more of manual work. Manual work instead of head work uh-huh. and designing and
1: okay.
5: growing my own food more.
1: Uh-huh. And but how what's uh, I I understand the particulars what you're doing but how does it feel? Uh, is it smooth, graceful, is it rough, is it anxiety, is it happiness? How do you, how does it feel when you feel mm. out 6 months it's in your life?
5: Personally relaxing.
1: Relaxing. Because
5: okay. Because I personally like to do things Internally by myself, right. and I feel more of you know working alone than with other people, right? Right, but then in six months for the public, for the world, I feel more of learning. I'm, I'm going
1: to interrupt, sorry, but yes, sir. Uh, I'm listening to what you're saying, and uh, d- just you don't have to call me serve, just uh, ascended masters. Fine, um, <laughs> yes. d- um uh, it has nothing to do with what you're saying, but. Uh, Just stop looking so hard, okay? Just stop. You're you're really searching for yourself? Stop it. Uh, Just stop that constant trying to find you. Uh, When you're trying to find you, you're always going to be trying to find you, Uh, and it's right there. But you you have this habit of trying to do all these things to try to find yourself. Stop that. Just take a deep breath and allow yourself. You're never going to find yourself. Just allow yourself, okay? Good. Uh, now, what about the planet?
5: That one is hard for me to say, but I imagine the world becoming different, and um, like you were saying earlier, the big companies will collapse.
1: Not all of them. I mean, some of them do, just by getting big. Okay. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you When you feel out under uh, the planet over the next six months, is it a good feeling? Is it like Disruptive feeling. Uh, What does it feel like?
5: It's like um, you know how Kali's energy is, you know, disruptive and Mm -hmm. um, like life-giving at the same time. Yes. It's like that, and it's blissful for some, and a lot of work for others.
1: Okay. Good. Yes. Thanks. One more.
7: Thank you. Yes. Personally. Yeah. How does that feel? I'm all over the place, and it's beautiful. Okay. It's perfect. Okay. That's, it's, I'm actually coming out. Right. So it's beautiful. Uh, but on a collective level, I feel like there's going to be a distinct separation. It's going ah. to be two distinct blocks of separation yeah. that's going to take place.
1: It's Good. Very, uh, separated by what's separating them.
7: Um. Everything. It's the consciousness. Right. It's the energy of the entire world I mean, is planet. it the
1: elections that are coming up? No, or no, is no. Okay. I think
7: I, I, I get the feeling it is has to Won't do with be the fun collective to watch? consciousness. Well, Yeah, of
1: course. from behind the short yeah. wall. Yeah. yeah.
7: It, is, it is separation between the collective consciousness.
1: Okay. Good. Um, yeah. Okay, good answers. Uh, uh, what I'm really trying to get you to do is feel into it, uh, and there's a tendency you try to think about it and you try to think about particulars, but you feel into it. I'm going to ask for some music again, Peter. Uh, he's going to charge me a dollar for every time I ask for music today. He's going to be a rich man. So, let's feel into it again, the next six months. First, for, for yourself. Six months is a pretty short time, all things considered. It takes us through into summer, into the autumn. What does that feel like? I'm not looking for details here, not specifics, but what's the overall kind of sense you got? What was your …? You know, it's one of those gut-sense things. It's in your gut, not in your head. Okay, now. Now for the planet. Next six months. Uh, I'm going to talk first about the the planet, the next six months. Um, Unsettled, you know, but you don't have to be an Ascended Master to figure that one out. I mean, that's kind of occurring all the time, but just more unsettled than normal. And, And I'm not saying bad, and I'm not saying necessarily riots or anything like that. Just very unsettled. You know that feeling of being unsettled when you know you're you're trying to control things, even in your brain, or you're trying to control your life, and it's just everything's unsettled, Uh, uh, even ungrounded, un just, you know, unsettled, where you just want everything to just stop for a moment and settle down. But the next six months uh, for the planet are going to be particularly unsettled. For you, for the next six months, I'm going to come back to that in just a bit uh, and talk uh, talk about something. In the meantime, there's something else going on, and this one kind of gets out there, beyond. So, there's been a lot of talk, we've talked a lot over the years about the Order of the Ark, for those of you who are new listening in. Uh, It's pretty simple. Tobias talks about it a lot in Journey of the Angels, but it's basically the collective of all 144,000 angelic families. That's where you came from, one of those 144,000 angelic families. And they were having this little issue with understanding energy, how it worked in all of creation out there long before Earth. Long before the physical universe. So the energy all seemed to kind of come to a standstill. like it just wasn't expanding, moving. It was kind of like getting real like tar-like and sticky. And, and there was a concern that it would eventually just stop, and if it stopped, everything would collapse, uh, which, by the way, it wouldn't have. But there was a concern back there back then that it would. So the order of the arc was created. Uh, also known, uh, some of you, uh, some religions refer to it as the archangels, but that's they're not a bunch of winged angels sitting around. It's kind of more like the United Nations of the cosmos. So the order of the ark was created, and and they considered a lot of different plans. How how we're going to try to resolve this energy impasse, and somebody came up with a bright idea. Of creating the physical universe and planet Earth. <laughs> we should have them tarred and feathered. And they came up with this bright idea let's create physical Earth and we'll send some representatives from each angelic family down there. And that would become the portal for anybody who ever came to Earth to go through what we call the order of the ark, the, the doorway to come to Earth. And that's been the way it's been. Uh, Ever since the um, angels, angelic beings, started coming to the planet and then taking on physical body, it's all about understanding the relationship between energy and consciousness. That's what it's all about. Say, what's the big reason? Why are we here? Uh, It's not not to suffer for your sins, uh, not to repent for Adam or Eve or her eating the apple. None of that. It was all about let's discover the relationship between energy and consciousness, because the two are so connected, but yet uh, they don't carry the component of each other. Your consciousness and your energy are uh, they're, they're connected, but not literally. Two separate components, but they always work with each other. So, ultimately, over a long period of time, many angelic beings came to the planet uh, and took on lifetime after lifetime, many incarnations, to come to the understanding of energy and consciousness. So, here we are now, in the year 2020, and there are enough humans on the planet who are developing an understanding of energy and consciousness, the fact that the energy is theirs. Consciousness doesn't have any energy, but that energy that allows you to experience life is yours. Uh, and there's variations of, of that uh, with other groups, but for Shambra, that's, that's kind of a simple way to put it. So, there's enough humans that understand that, that the Order of the ark, this portal, is now being dis- banded, being taken down, doesn't need it anymore. Uh, New ones will still come to the earth, but they'll come in 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 different ways. The Order of the Ark, their job is done, and there's enough momentum, there's enough understanding of energy and consciousness that their work is now done. So, that's, that's really only occurred very, very recently, but it has a huge impact on all of you, because it's basically saying the work that you've been doing is uh, is um, proving to be uh, successful. The work that you're doing with your own consciousness is having a big impact. So, then there's another important uh, aspect to this. Over eons of time in the history of the planet, there's There have been those of you and others who have come to this planet, taken on physical body. You've joined the community. You've become part of humanity. But there's been a lot of other forces that have been constantly interfering with the planet, constantly interfering. I do not have any uh, love or even any like for any of these forces. Uh, they're what you'd call alien beings. Uh, they're not necessarily human-looking. They not. don't even necessarily have physical body, but um, they, they have been interfering on a variety of different levels on the planet. They've been allowed to do it for a number of reasons. And actually, it's kind of interesting that we have our two guests here today from Poland, because it's one of the places they've been interfering the most in modern times, so thank you for being here. It's very appropriate. What's happening right now, with the closing of the Order of the Ark, is that all these external forces that have been playing games on the planet, with the planet, with humanity, are being called back to their angelic families. They're being summoned, almost demanded, back. So, imagine for a moment you've got this planet, and people who come down, angelic beings come down here, take on the human condition, struggle a lot with it, they get lost in it, and then ultimately they emerge. But in the same time you have in levels and layers of interference from you could say other realms, uh, other parts of the, the universe, but also other um, other realms, not, not earthly realms, they interfere for their own, uh, I would say, greedy sake. Uh, they're not here to help the planet. Uh, they really aren't. There's, there are. I'll make a very clear statement. There are no outside forces that are here to help the planet, other than perhaps your own angelic families, but they don't interfere. There are no alien beings. There is no galactic commands. Don't get me started on the Palladians, but they are all being called back home. There's an old uh, saying that's now coming into reality, and the old saying is, "When the dra- when the dragon comes upon Earth, then the trumpet will sound for the return back home." Basically, what that means is, uh, we've talked recently in Pronost said, the dragon, uh, the dragon which is there to uh, make sure all of your issues are brought out and released. That's the purpose of the dragon. Dragon literally means clarity. Some view it as a fire-breathing monster, but it's there to make sure that you, or others, or even the planet, are not dragging around. A lot of old, old karma and issues. But the saying says that when the dragon comes forth, which is now, we talked about in Pronost a year and a half ago, when the dragon comes forth, the sound, uh, the call will go out to return home for all who are not in human form, who are not on the planet. This is pretty huge and it uh, overshadows anything about coronavirus. It really overshadows anything right now, even kind of about technology, at least for a little bit. Uh, It's going to be happening over the next six months. Imagine for a moment, so, when it was time to come to Earth, when all the angelic families gathered in the Order of the Ark and they said, we need some volunteers, to come here. And it was really uh, what you would call the leaders of the angelic family that first came. uh, You. And it was said that uh, Gabriel sounded the the trumpet or the horn or whatever he played at the time, uh, and that was kind of the call to come to Earth. Well, now there's another call coming out from the angelic families for all who are interfering with Earth to come back. It's going to cause a very interesting shift on the planet. Very interesting. Uh, there's been a lot of um, interference from the other realms, and basically, what they're trying to do is just suck energy. And just to put it real simple, they're just interfering for the sake of sucking energy. They're not more any more advanced than the humans. Most of these sources of interference do not have any understanding or experience with this wonderful little thing you have on Earth called love. They think love is an energy source and they're trying to feed off of it, but they have no understanding or experience with it. It's not an energy source. It's, a, it's an experience. There's a lot of uh, beings in the other realms who just like interfering with the planet uh, just because. Uh, and again, uh, as I've said, there, in all of creation, there are no beings greater than the human being. Humans look at themselves sometimes as being uh, at the low end of the the totem pole, the kind of uh, weak uh, and misguided beings, and think there's some great beings out there somewhere else. There's not. There is not. There are some relatively intelligent life forms, but they have no heart. Have no heart. They're being called back home now. Uh, will all of them go? Not all, but most. They're being called by their angelic families, by their origins. It's time to come back. No more interference on the planet right now. It has implications not only for what I would call the invisible forces that have interfered the you know there have been um, we call them god fights on the planet, so there's these god like beings, but they're not really uh, they call themselves gods, and they use the planet uh, for their own wars between each other. These are not physical beings uh, but they use the planet they manipulate the planet they've been doing it for eons of time uh they're being called back. So, feel into it for a moment here. The effect that it's going to have on Earth in these next six months as these forces, these uh, alien forces, non-human, never been in a human body before, are called back. Feel into that for a moment. What effect does that have on the planet? Well, a couple of things is over a period of time, humans have gotten used to this outside interference, uh, and and it's going to feel a little strange not having it. You know, it's like a, if you have a, a sore arm and you've had it; it was sore for years. You just get used to it, and suddenly it's not sore. It just feels a little different, a little strange. And that's what it's going to feel like. Then. Humans, in a way, have to take more responsibility for what they're doing. More responsibility, because uh, it's going to be them. not They can't blame it on some other forces, or they can't attribute uh, these forces to trying to do good things for the planet. Now it's just up to humans. They're being called back because it is the time of machines. It's the time of technology on the planet. They're being called back home to say, Job's done down there. Uh, Order of the Ark is closing. You no longer have the right to interfere, or if you want to, you have to go down and and embody in the physical body and live lifetime after lifetime and have karma and have incarnations and everything else. And they're not going to. So they're leaving, and it's going to cause it's going to cause some shifts in power. It's going to cause some who have been connected with those forces to uh, suddenly lose their, what you call, power base. It's going to cause some of them to leave the planet. It's going to cause some who have been here, um, even as observers, to go back home now. The planet becomes the planet for humanity without outside interference. Now, it's up to humans to decide what they're going to do at this very important time uh, of technology. And will humans use the technology for the betterment of the planet? Or will it strike up a virus that uh, will make this uh, current coronavirus look small in comparison? So, you're going to feel that. Uh, You're going to feel some shifts and changes over these next six months. Uh, on a planetary level, and I'm going to ask each and all of you to then kind of observe what's happening in the news as you feel some of these forces withdraw. And it could be it could be a wonderful feeling. Now it's like you don't have that um, spook in the house anymore. You don't have all that uh, outside feeling of uh, disruption and there's some other force out there that's interfering. Uh, because it does weigh heavy and again, uh, Wim, uh, you know from from being in uh, Poland, and Lydia from being there. Uh, Poland is a a beautiful place, Uh, but it's been the battlefield of the gods, uh, as we talked about uh, when we went there. It's been used by these outside forces for their own battles and affected all the people there deeply and heavily for a long time. So, we have all this going on on the planet right now. It'd be a real interesting time frame. But now let's talk about you. Let's talk about you for the next six months. I'm going to give you a couple of contradictions here. First of all, I've asked you over and over about your commitment to Realization. It's no small thing, because it comes first in your life before anything before family, before jobs, before anything. That's a tough one for most people. They're not used to putting themselves first. And they feel guilty about it. But you've been asked over and over, are you going to put your, your Realization first? You can't go into enlightenment, into Realization, if you're putting others first. It won't work. Simply doesn't work. And then there's guilt feeling, but my family and my friends, and it comes up, and that's why I've asked you over and over these years, how's your commitment to your own realization? Is it there? Are you ready? So it's about a huge commitment uh, that's taking place, but right now, kind of the contradiction is you're going to feel the most doubt ever, the most doubt ever. It's what happens, right right before Realization. The, the, the inside, any doubts that you carry are going to come up. So, I'm asking you for the next six months, when that doubt comes up, don't fight it, don't try to mentally justify it or, or beat it down. Just realize it's an old doubt. It's mass consciousness kind of trying to pull you back in. It's part of yourself that's so used to a thousand lifetimes on the planet that saying, am I really, really ready? So, you're going to feel a lot of doubt. And actually feel into it. Don't run from it. I mean, dive into it. Feel it. Because in everything, whether it's doubt or joy, whether it's happiness or fear, it's ultimately brought to wisdom, ultimately serves you. Don't, Don't be afraid of it. So the other thing that seems to be may seem to be a contradiction. I'm asking you. uh, I've talked a lot with you in the past about choices. Make a damn choice. Do something. Make a choice. And when we first started working together, I said, "Just choose anything. Just something." Because I wanted you to remember that you can make choices. I mean, big choices in your life, not little choices. uh, what socks to wear or what kind of wine to drink, but big choices that you could. But now I'm going to ask you for the next six months not to make any big decisions in your life at all. Nothing big. It's what I call the slide and glide time. Just kind of let yourself slide, just let yourself glide for six months. No big decisions. And some of you have some very big decisions that you're facing right now or you thought you were facing. Don't make any. And I'm talking about the little stuff, you know, where you, where you, what restaurant you go to or anything like that. Big stuff. What's the big stuff? Jobs? Relationships? Staying on the planet? moving, going somewhere. And I'm not saying don't do it, I'm saying just don't make a decision uh, about that. Now is the time just to have absolute trust. I talked a lot about trust in that first book we put together with Shambra, Masters of the New Energy, about trust. i come back to it now and say it's really time to trust yourself implicitly, to stop Stop trying to manage, manipulate everything and just trust. Just allow your divinity. Just allow that part of yourself, that sacred, divine part of yourself, to be there. Not making a bunch of decisions, but just allowing. You'll find that a lot of things happen. It's not like you're going to be sitting there bored for six months. A lot of things happen in your life. Big decisions: Wait. Now, a question just came up um, through the Internet. Uh, somebody just said, "Well, what if I get pregnant?" Uh, say, like, "Well, you weren't making a decision to get pregnant. It just happened, so therefore you're safe. You didn't make a big decision. If you're thinking about you don't like your job, you're thinking about changing, don't. It may change. You may walk in on uh, Monday and get fired, uh, ask for a nice severance package, uh, but you didn't make the decision, it happened. Um, you get home next week or the week after and you walk in and the, the, your house is cleared out, no more furniture, and your bank account is wiped out, your partner, took everything while you were gone well you didn't make the decision they did uh, so don't you make the decision that you're going to end the relationship just let it happen next 6 months no big decisions just allow whatever comes along to happen so i want to do a marab with that a marab for those are who are, you, uh, who are you, those of you who are new it's the time that we take Get out of the brain to get into the uh, consciousness shift. It's, it's kind of like just a nice, you listen to music and you allow the consciousness to shift. You don't work on it in the brain. That's a, that's a marab. But before we do the marab, I'm going to take a few questions because I know it suddenly, I'm, if there was a switchboard on the internet, it'd be lighting up right now. I don't know if you here in Kona have questions, but I'll take a few. Just I want to clarify. I say, six months, no big decisions. And the first question should be, does the six months you're talking about have anything to do with this whole thing about the call back home? And the answer is obviously yes. Uh, Yes, next question.
3: I was just thinking about maybe buying a little house. Mm -hmm. So, is it considered a big decision?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, how little of a house?
3: Well, one bedroom.
1: One bedroom. Yeah. That's a well, to you, is that a big decision? I mean … Not really. Not really. Th- no. Then it's that's fine, but if you're having to really kind of contemplate, is it good? Is it bad? Should I do it? Should I not? Do I have the money? Not. Uh, if it's not a big decision, if it's just kind of something you do every day … Yeah, just uh, something
3: that makes sense yeah, to yeah. do.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah, but if it feels like a big decision, if you're having to really kind of stress over it and think about it, then don't do it. Just wait. Okay. Thank what you. else? There's another big decision you were thinking about.
3: Ooh. Maybe you know. Uh, <laughs> tell me.
1: <laughs> no, I'd like you to feel into it. What, what else?
3: Relationship? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. So don't decide, just keep going with whatever weird
1: Yeah, yeah. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell I'm us okay about with that? that? What about the relationship?
3: Oh, it's just been going on for years, but it's not really concrete.
1: Right, right. which
3: is what I found that it actually works for me. How many years? Seven.
1: Oh, yeah, don't make any decision about that right now. Now is is not a good time for that kind of … that's a big decision. Okay. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Okay, thank you. (laughs) Good, yeah.
4: Okay, so at this point of my life, I'm kind of homeless. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't have a home. Right. So, I was thinking on … Where
1: do you sleep at night? Hotels? Hotels, yeah. That could be nice. Yeah. And very expensive. Good, good (laughs) hotel. Yeah, yeah. Good hotels. Good hotels. Oh, good, good.
4: And actually, I bought me a Tesla, which I get free charging and I just travel around without spending a penny. You could hook
1: up a camper to the Tesla and now you got a home and a car.
4: I do have a camper also.
1: Yeah. See? Not homeless.
4: Well. Yeah. So, uh,
1: what's your question? Uh, were you going to buy a house?
4: I was um, in the process of getting a, a house to kind of settle.
1: Yeah. A- have you looked at it? Have you made yes. a decision about the house?
4: I already gave it down, but… Oh,
1: then you're fine. You already made the decision. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Yeah. So, not to worry. Go but ahead. the
4: financial company, they haven't made a decision for me right. yet. Right. So.
1: Well, that's when I say, then just allow, allow things whatever. to happen. Right. But you've already made the decision, prior to this, so that's a done deal. Now, just let it go and see what happens. Okay. 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 Good. Is it a big camper?
4: It is a um, Mercedes Wind fi- – wind, um, how you call it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's pretty a,
4: big. It's a really fancy, nice one. So.
1: Yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. A couple more questions.
0: I would just like to know what happens for the people who read this in the future, in that are, future, that aren't here today.
1: Yes, and how would you answer that? Be in the moment. It applies when they read it, when they watch it. Okay, It Thank applies you. then. Thank you. So, for this group that's watching now or in the immediate uh, future, uh, it applies now. If you're watching this later on, it applies to the time frame you're watching it in. Yep. Because otherwise, yeah, it would be... There. You're not intimidating anybody, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel really anxious, but That's okay. Um, do I have to stand. I'm always nice. <laughs> no, no, you can stay seated, please. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm getting married in August. Uh-huh.
8: And that's.
0: I feel like it's a big decision. That's a big decision. A yeah. huge decision. I yeah. mean, I, I. feel like I wouldn't ever change. Do you my know mind. the
1: person? I mean, have you met them yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've been together for ten years. Oh, ten years. Yes. Not so. a big decision. And you already made the decision right. to get married. So that's. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. My yeah. So fast. <laughs> No, if you've already made the commitment to something—getting married, or getting pregnant, or buying a house, or. Uh, uh, you know, starting a business, if you've already made a decision, uh, then go ahead with it. I'm talking about any new big decisions right now. Okay, good. Well oh, And I can just feel as we're talking here, that Shambra social media is just lighting up right now with all this talk. Yeah, good. Why? 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 Oh, I thought it was just a philosopher's <laughs> no. question. Why? Because. Uh, why? I, th- we're going to do a marab, uh and I'll explain more. But why do you think?
0: Well, with all the changes and things that are happening that we're changing right. yes. as well. Yeah. And that things that we might, decisions we might make today would be different in six months because of who we are going to be in six months.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right now is not a good time to make the decisions because there's changes happening. Uh, within you on so many different levels. And if you make a decision today, it's not really going to be so applicable six months from now. Also, I want you to get used to now allowing and trusting yourself. Not outside forces, but allowing and trusting that it just works out for you. Uh, We're also going to go into having to make a lot less decisions. It's just there for you. Uh, and that's the Merlin. That's the Master within. It's there before you need it. The, the you don't have to struggle in the human, the old human decision-making process. Not not very often, anyway. You can occupy yourself all day long by deciding what you're going to eat or drink or where you're going to go for a walk. But the big stuff starts taking care of itself. It's an amazing way to live. And, but it, and it's weird that it's happening also at this whole time of. Uh, the, the call going out to return home. Not, not you returning home, but those who have been here as the interferers on the planet uh, are being summoned back. Yep. Good.
6: Um, you kind of answered already my question, because mm-hmm. my question is, at the moment so much is changing in my life yes. and I have the feeling I have to make a lot of decisions.
1: Isn't that a burden? Uh, (laughs) What am I supposed to do? Can you imagine? You just don't have to. It just kind of works out.
6: Yeah, and that's what you said. Like, my heart just went like this because I have the feeling I can't even make those decisions. Yeah. And things are just happening. So what I'm trying to do is, like, follow my heart and, like, go with the flow and see where it leads me. Yes. But at some point one needs, kind of like in the human life, reality needs to make decisions. Right. So is it about allowing in things are happening... I, the only f- kind of fear is like, if you don't, I heard this, if you don't make a decisions, I will make them for you.
1: Yeah, uh, th- and that's appropriate for most people, uh, but not where we're going right now. Uh, most people, it's important that they make the decisions, that they go through the experience, take the responsibility. But now we've really shifted gears and you'll come to realize you just don't have a lot of decisions to make. The things are just happening and it's you, it's your divinity, you're the Master, the Merlin, whatever you want to call it, and it's just happening. The house is there, the job is there, the the relationship is there. When you're on uh, human decision-making, it goes mental sometimes. Mm. No, it goes mental almost all the time. And what's happening is you think you're making decisions based on facts, but you're making it based on limitations. As you stop trying to make big decisions in your life, it opens you up to uh, and releases the limitations. And suddenly you realize things are happening and they're very appropriate and they're not scary and it's perfect for you, and you realize that you don't need to make all those little decisions or even medium-level decisions anymore. It's just happening, but it's filling, fulfilling your heart. And in a way you can say, I already made the decision. I made one decision to be all that I am, and now it's happening. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, you of get sense. off of … You, you started by saying, oh, you just had all these decisions to make.
6: Whew. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened. I didn't even kind of decide. It just happened. And in yeah. a way, even better yeah. than I could ever imagine. Yes. So, it's kind of a weird time better at the moment, but, but great. Better than you could ever
1: imagine. Yes. That's the key. That's yes. the key. And, and a lot of times when a human gets involved in the decision-making in their life. It's really based on limitations. Uh, Just feel into a lot of your decisions you made in your life. It wasn't based on huge, kind of crazy beyond potentials. It was based on limitations. It was based on, uh, and I I say all the time, every human decision, uh, every choice is based on emotion, not on intellect, not on fact. It's justified with facts. But every decision, even what you're going to eat this afternoon, is an emotional decision, and then you justify it by saying, but this is healthier for me or whatever. But every choice, every decision is based on emotion. The fact is, we're going beyond all that having to make all those really uh, limited life decisions. The uh, thing about it is, this is the time you're truly walking with the Master, truly walking with a Merlin that's already there within you. Good. Two more questions and then we'll do a morab. Yes, all the way in the back. Thank you. Um, I was planning to buy a home
6: this yes. year, um, whether it's going to be a condo or mm. a house right. or even building, and it just feels like I can't end the cycle of renting and uh-huh. back again renting. Right. So but you already made the decision. I did, yes. Okay.
1: Now, now you don't even have to worry about it. Things just happen. The decision is already made, so you're not trying to make a decision. You're not standing here right now and saying, should I or shouldn't I? You already have the commitment. The energy is already in motion. It's already collecting the things that you're going to need to come in to manifest this uh, for yourself. You can play the game and pretend you're making a decision about whether it should be a condo, a house, this cost or that cost. You play that game, but I just let it go right now and watch how the energy comes in and serves you rather than all those decisions and concerns and everything else. And it's going to be scary at times because you're, I should be thinking about this, I should be making decisions, I should be focused on it. No. No.
6: Well, it's not really doubt. It's more irritation and anger. I'm just fed up with it. Yeah. I just, I so just want stuff to move along. To right.
1: But you already made the decision. Yes. So, you're fine. I'm just saying, from this point on, don't make any big decisions for six months. You've already decided that's what you want, so it's in the works. It's okay. coming your way. Thank you. Uh, and I mean that, seriously. Uh, and, and not what you necessarily expect today. Good. I, I know that I'm limiting myself and I'm, I'm happy to – Yes. to hear that, so it's good, thank you. Good. One more question. There's, I know there's one more question somewhere in here. Perhaps not. I have no
4: question. Uh, I only, uh, uh, I get a realization. Uh Uh, After six months, uh, I think uh, I get
1: a realization. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, Or maybe before six months. Uh, Uh, Maybe you get realization before six months.
4: Uh, Now before six months. Yeah. Oh, six months before six months. I. uh, I only uh, take realization. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Good. That's good. Yeah. Just. But you've already made a choice for that, so you don't even need to worry. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, now let's put on music. Okay, it's time for Marab. Time to just allow a consciousness shift. I'm going to be talking a little bit. That's what I do during Marab, but not much. It's time to take a deep breath and, wow, feel into everything that's going on got this coronavirus as a big distraction. It's disrupting a lot of things, but it's really a big distraction from the other things going on on the planet. I mean, it's real. It's about the economy. Has everybody all concerned and jumpy? And you got this other thing going on that most people. We'll never realize. At the same time, right now, the order of the ark is closing down. Does not need it anymore. There's enough humans on the planet that are really beginning to understand their sovereign relationship with energy, with their own energy. The order of the ark's not needed. New ones will be coming to this planet, but there are many new Earths now. They'll be going there also. And as the Order of the Ark ends its business, it's called for all of the Interferers to go back. Angelic families are calling back all of their own time to come home now. It's not only going to affect um, the ones who have been lingering around the invisible realms of the planet, it's going to affect the humans that they've been working with. And they're not all sinister, either. They're not all trying to wreak havoc on the planet. Some of them are here to learn things for their angelic families. They've been called back, and I'm going to make a. (laughs) Caldera doesn't want me to say this, but I'm going to make a wild statement here. I put the Palladians in the same category as the interferers. I have nothing good to say about the Palladians. And those who are saying, well, let's all have peace, love and joy, no, I don't like them. They lie. They cheat. They've interfered with this planet for far too long. They've connived otherwise really good people into channeling them. They're manipulative. They're energy stealers. And There's going to be a lot of of these supposed Palladian channelers that just stop channeling. You suddenly feel there's nothing there. And there's going to be some of them that continue. Watch me to totally bogus because the Palladians are being called back. And you can tell them I said that. Yes, I, I am banned from Sedona. I am. And I'm proud of it. You realize I'm the only ascended master that's not allowed to go back to Sedona? <laughs> For good reason. So, all this is happening. They are being called back home. So, the planet now can go forth on its own, in its own way, its own people. It can go into this new species of humans without the interference. It can go into a whole new understanding of energy and consciousness without this cloud of alien interference. These next six months are going to be very interesting. And again, don't just watch the headlines, but what's underneath the headlines, what's in between, what's on the other pages of the news, if you still have newspapers. Do they exist anymore? Yeah. But just feel into what's going on on the planet over these next six months and, more important, for you personal, no big decisions. There's a reason for that. You're going from a time now of having to make all those decisions on your own, whether it's about relationships or house or job or kids or direction in your life, and now you don't need to do that. You're going to find that what's really in your heart What's truly in your heart, not, not the decisions that are in the mind, but what's truly in your heart starts to manifest in your life. In the past, uh, when you got into your head, you actually messed up a lot of the decisions or the opportunities in your life. Oh, it was a time really to trust. trying to think you have to make decisions about everything. That's kind of not being in trust. Now is that time to trust that you, the Merlin, the Master, you make all these things happen. It's not an outside force. It's actually, as these things happen in your life now, as your real heart desires, start taking place, you'll realize it really is you. It was just that part of you that you locked off for a long time. And after the six-month period of not making the big decisions, I think you start to realize that there aren't going to be any very many big decisions you need to make anymore. You're in a whole different flow. You're in a different State of grace, and it's just happening. What's happening is that energy is responding to you, your energy, responding to your heart. Not the mind trying to figure everything out and in a state of limitation, but suddenly realize that this is how energy works it feels into the heart, it feels into the real desires. And then it just happens. The energy serves you. It brings the right people at the right time, the right opportunity. You don't have to work at it, stress at it. So, for the next six months, no big decisions. Just trust and allow. Watch how things change. It's all a t- kind of a interesting time of convergence, with uh, alien interferers being called back home now, with all this stuff taking place on the planet, with The virus, the coronavirus, with all the changes in technology. Look how everything's kind of converging. Take a deep breath and look at where you are right now, rising above the noise and the confusion and the chaos. deep breath. So, with that, you don't have to worry about the big decisions and just watch then how the energy works in a different way to serve you. With that, I am delighted to, as always, to be with you. I'll come back to Kona anytime to be here for the Shoud or any other occasion. Let's take a good deep breath as we end this session, and the reminder that all is well in all of creation thank you. thank you
0: and so it is with that i ask each of us to consider to take that good deep breath and really let this commitment to yourself for six months really breathe that in really breathe it in to the point that you know you can allow it Be with it. Take the good deep breath. Take the good deep breath of life. Breathe for you. Thank you for being a part of this show on Hawaii. We'll be back again. It's April 4th, 2020. So that's 4 4 So we'll be back here. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening in here and all over the world. Thank you, always. Thank you to our staff and everyone that makes this happen. Thank you, particularly Adamus and Jeff. Thank you.